My name is Kyle Willis, and this is Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. Welcome back to a new episode of Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. We are in for something special today. We are talking about the future. We started this podcast in our very first episode talking about the future of marketing uh, with our guest, Randy Wooten, CEO of Percolate. And I'm excited to take this angle of future planning uh, in, a, in, a, in a separate angle, but basically two sides of the same coin, talking about uh, the future of sales today. A uh, guest on our show is someone who is pioneering the future of sales, Chad Burmeister. He's the CEO and founder of ScaleX. As I've gotten to know Chad, one of the things I love about him is that he is equipping today's modern sales professional with AI-powered sales strategies. I mean, this guy has created a platform that we'll get into in a moment as we talk about the show that is building the next generation of sales through AI. And as, as you know, Chad, I'm still a little bit of your thunder here, but one of the things I love about what you've created through ScaleX is that it's equipping the modern day BDR to be 10 times more productive than what they could have done without the power of AI. So Chad, it is a true honor, privilege to have you on the show. It's today. great to be here in the Roosevelt Room. Thanks for having me. <laughs> love it. Love it, man. Well, hey, as we are getting on this journey, talking about the future of sales, I think it's only right that we start off talking about the present day reality of where sales is in order to talk about why things may need to change. So if I can ask kind of the big question and then feel free to just simplify this as much as possible, where is sales as a landscape, as, as a industry today. I mean, if sales was to go into the doctor and have to get a physical, what would the prognosis be? What would the report come back that the doctor would say, sales, here's where you're Sales at. is noisy right now. <laughs> There's a lot of messaging flying around that's inaccurate and misses the mark when it comes to the buyer. And if we use the doctor analogy, imagine if you went into the doctor and sat down and then went, went to the back room and they said, oh, I, I see your problem. You, you know, yeah. you've got a broken ankle. And you go, but wait, you haven't even done any x-rays? You haven't even <laughs> talked to me about anything? Well, how do you know I have a broken ankle? That's the state of where sales is. So many people come in and they just want to show up and throw up their demo. They send you stuff all about them. And it's gotten mm. way, way worse over the past 10 years than it even was bad 10 years ago, right? Can you give any insights, your, your hypothesis, if not um, full-on understanding of what that, what's happened in the last 10 years to bring us to this place where it is noisy, broken, and people are more leading out of their own, their own value rather than providing yeah. value? Well, you know, 10, 15 years ago, when I was pretty early in my sales career, maybe 20, uh, to be honest. But, you know, years ago, when I was early into sales, the, you know, you had to go look up who the person was. You had to go to a trade show, find their business card, create a relationship. Nowadays, you just go to a database and, you know, if you're using seamless.ai for $99 a month, you have unlimited access to the universe. 
Or if you're huh. using Discover.org, you have really, really good direct dial phone numbers and, and validated emails. But you can click a button and download a database of the top. I just did it about 20 minutes ago for one of my customers, right? <laughs> 500 top VCs, CEOs, and, and uh, partners. And so it's so easy. Data's at your fingertips. Well, now that you have the data, yeah. it's real easy to get tempted to say, oh, let me just push send all on this little button right here. And now a thousand yeah. emails go out to those folks and maybe I get two responses, but then I get a 12 to 14% opt-out rate because I pissed off the rest of the year. <laughs> so that's, uh, you know, I think that's what's going on. Data is accessible and it's easy to push send all on an email. Mm. So in that aspect of, of the, the data is accessible, we've made it more easier than ever to find and, and reach out to these people. What's the, if that's the negative, what's the positive then of being able to say, okay, how do we leverage this data in a, in a, in a good way that isn't noisy, but empowers you to actually build relationship and value for a potential Yeah, so customer. that's my good friend Trish Bertuzzi from The Bridge Group just posted this week. She had a one-minute video, and she said, you know, everybody keeps talking about the medium of how to do you send an email, do you do a video. LinkedIn has a new feature. You can do a voice recording and leave a voicemail on LinkedIn. Yeah. Now, that's cool, but let's stop focusing on the medium, and let's start focusing yeah. on the message. So I think to rise above the noise, one of my latest partners is called Joy AI. They go in and they profile a customer's best prospects by personality type of the people who bought and then of the people who were the blockers within those current install accounts. And then they go and they, they, there's seven different personality type buckets and there's three different wow. buyer types. So, you know, do, do the math as a marketer yourself, that's 21 yeah. unique messages, yeah. right? Because it's a combination. Are you this buyer type with that personality? And then it's just, you know, it plays out from there. But when you can build the message that's unique to the buyer personality and the buyer type, we're finding that we're seeing a near zero opt-out rate. And wow. in many cases, clients are seeing two to three meetings booked per day per BDR using this type of a enhanced, I call it enhanced messaging or AI. Yeah. So I love that aspect because you're, what you're talking about, and correct me if I'm misunderstanding anything, but you're talking about being able to leverage the power of that data, the, the big data aspect, the AI aspect, the automation aspect, but keep the human element integrated to that to allow that right message for the right person at the right time. Yeah, traditionally, think about LinkedIn. How many millions of people are on there? If I was going yeah. to a territory, and I've been in sales for 25 to 30 years. If I look at your profile, I, I'm not, I'm not going to know what personality or buyer type you are. The AI yeah. has seen millions of profiles, and it can say, oh, Beyond a reasonable doubt, you should see I got sent my own personality profile. And it gives me three paragraphs of who I am and two paragraphs of, of my, uh, they didn't call it weaknesses. They called it uh, areas of opportunity or something. Okay. And yeah. so, but they got me beyond a reasonable doubt. So that means when, when that email gets written to come to me, they know exactly, just like when you're watching a television show in a commercial, right? Or I even liken it to Netflix. Think about when you watch Netflix, yeah. your, your 100 movies that are served up are totally different than mine. 
based on sure. personal preference, the digital body language. So that's what this, that's really where things are headed is let's use digital body language to give the marketer and the sales leader the ability to custom fit those messages to get a high, a much, much, much higher yield and return. Now, this is something I want to look into a little more. So just for our listeners' sake and my benefit as well, you said joy.ai is who's leading yeah, I think this the whole website is joyai.com. Um, joyai.com is the company okay. name, yeah. I love that. I love that because I think, you know, as, as, as a marketer, I had to learn so well of all right, how to craft the right message to the right audience in the right venue. And then knowing from a sales perspective, how, to, like you said earlier, that every, there's so much noise in sales today. But when I'm able to, to use my knowledge of your body language, of your buying persona, of the way you just like to communicate, is going to open doors that no email, LinkedIn message, or add well, and then let me give you the let me give you a Roman numeral two on the secrets of first Lee Walsh and Chad Burmeister adventures, joy AI and <laughs> partnership. Um, the next secret is if you have if you're at a company who has been emailing these people already, a big company. Think about it; they've already emailed everybody in the universe. Yeah, and at a six to twelve percent opt out rate per email that goes out, whether it's from the marketing department or the sales department, at the end of the day, there's one CRM or one marketing automation platform that's receiving those, all of those opt-outs. Ding, 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 right? They're just going away. They're yep. vanishing from the universe of your ability to email. So the other part of the strategy that we've employed is a LinkedIn first strategy. So LinkedIn hmm. doesn't have as much of an opt-out kind of a situation. So you may not be able to get yeah. those folks on email, but you certainly can on LinkedIn. And so if you can do the enhanced messaging that's powered by AI, start on LinkedIn, then what we're finding is actually those folks will allow you to come back into putting them into the email because now wow. you've opened up a line of communication through LinkedIn. I love that. Yeah, now you've been invited into the home to sit down That's for dinner. Right. That's right, because you led with something of value. Um, the other, uh, the yeah. Roman numeral three here, while we're on the subject. Please, yeah, let's dig into What's it. your thought, short email or long email? I don't have much time, I like short. short. Okay, so the data shows us that if it's, as long as it's relevant to your personality and buyer type, long's actually better. The reason people like short is because <laughs> people suck at writing emails. <laughs> so it has to be short, but it can actually be three, four paragraphs as long as it wow. says, Hey, the purpose I'm reaching out to you is because I noticed you launched this Roosevelt room show and there's a really, really cool technology that can lower your costs and expand your audience to 10 times more people. And we'd like to set you yeah. up with a 13 day, 14 day free trial. You'd be like, Whoa, that guy nailed it. Right. Wow. So yeah. It doesn't matter how long it is as long as you know your audience and have the right message. So give me a little trick question there. It's not about the length. It's about the value yeah, of the message. True. I love that. <laughs> so help me here because I know that I, I'm learning a lot about the power of AI. A lot of this is new to me. A lot of this uh, may be new to our listeners as well, uh, um, that if they're in that place, we're saying, okay, Help me understand where did AI come into the picture of powering our uh, BDRs, our sales reps to know that it, it is 
where we are going. What's kind of the, the genesis of AI coming? Yeah, in well, AI was here 30, 40 years ago, and then it's come and sure. gone multiple times. So I, I attended about a half dozen AI summits last year ah, in York, San Francisco, and even the first AI citizen was there. Um, she was there talking in front of the audience and interacting with people. It was nuts. Um, felt like a movie. It, it was like, I, yeah, I felt like I was part of history, right? The first AI-powered <laughs> citizen of America. Wow. And so I'm, I'm sitting there, and to answer your question, they, they do a real good opener. It was about a five-minute video opener that explained it much better than I can here, but it, it, the, the computing power just wasn't there. To look across millions and millions of records and then the data collection capability across the internet, those two things had to come together first. The computing power yeah. to process things quickly enough to actually make heads or tails. The early parts of AI, I, in fact, I had a dream about this last night, so it's, it's how relevant top of mind this is. The early part of AI is just finding the anomalies. So if you think about, think about the Matrix, the movie, where they have the zeros and ones, remember? And then yeah. there's, they go, oh, there's the girl in the red dress. The guy's yeah. like, how do you see the girl in a red dress in the zeros and ones? Well, because it's an, an anomaly. It's different than all the other zeros and ones. At the core of the basic level of AI, it's just looking for anomalies. So, mm. you know, let's say Jordan Dufort is one of the best salespeople on the telephone ever in the history of selling from my perspective. Yeah. He works with me. He can set more meetings, two, three, four in a day. There's another guy, Josh Parnes, set 33 meetings in one day, but those were from inbounds. But still, it's amazing. Yeah. How do you how do you track their conversations, convert it to text, and figure out where the anomalies are? What are they saying that's unique and different than everybody else that enables them to do two meetings to 33 meetings in a single day? Those are the that's the power of AI is finding those anomalies and then enabling you to have better communications through email, phone, and social so that you can schedule more meetings and build more pipeline. So that that's what really intrigues me because I think is, you know, I think of our, our sales development here at Note of the Quo, uh, other sales companies I worked at before starting our, our marketing agency here, we didn't have that data. We didn't have that insight. It was so much more manual at, at best and, and you know, the dial for dollar hour that we'd have to do every morning to start our day. Uh, help me understand then when you're talking about that, that AI being able to empower the productivity of a sales rep, I know this is what you're, you're leading the charge on. I know this is what you've made one of your missions and what you're trying to build out of what trying is the wrong word, what you are building out of scale, uh, scale X. What's that journey look like and what have you guys been able to accomplish? Yeah, well, so you know, what's interesting, when I started the business about a year and a half ago, in the very first month, we signed $337,000 worth of customers. And wow. it was based on phone, email, social, and data, a package of all four. And we believe strongly at the core that you need to do multi-channel to truly build pipeline. And yeah. as a result of that, we did another million and a half the very next year focused on that premise. Um, yeah. Over time, as, as any founder would do, will do, we looked at our database and some of our customers said, yeah, you know, we, do, we don't know if we, that, that phone piece, dialing piece, that seems to be 70% of the costs in what it is you guys provide. 
why don't we just, you know, let's just strip that part away and maybe we'll just do, you know, digital. We'll, we'll buy the data from you, we'll do the emails and we'll do the social. And then we expect the same number of meetings as if we were doing the phone calls also. And, and I was like, <laughs> well, I, I don't know yet, but let's try it. Yeah. And so 41 clients signed up in Q1 of this year, most of which okay. went with the digital only package and dropped the phone. Okay. And guess what happened? I, I wrote a blog about this. It says digital without dials equals death to the pipeline. It's like a Jerry Maguire play. Digital yeah. styles equal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's I like the way that flows. Yeah. Show me the money. Show me the money, Jerry. <laughs> but the way to show you the money is we have to remember that human in the loop and empathy and is, is so hmm. important. So yeah, sending the personalized emails that are built for that personality. The AI can do that better than you and I can do. So let's as I said on a webinar the other day, let's let the bot do what the bot does best. And let's let the yep. human do what the human does best. The bot can write Amen a very, very focused email that's unique to your buying needs and hit you between the eyes. That's going to get better and better in the next 12 to 24 months. You're going to be amazed at the level of messages you get. You're going to feel compelled to respond and take a meeting. Social yeah. media, same thing, right? The, whether it's through the channel of social or email, that's digital. It's zeros and ones. The bot can arrange the zeros and ones better than you and I can. Some people don't want to admit like that. What the bot cannot do, at least today, although I'm starting to hear <laughs> my, my father-in-law got a phone call the other day from what he thought was a person asking for money, donation to the police <laughs> uh, sheriff's department, and he interacted for four minutes. And then he realized he was talking to a bot. Oh gosh. Yeah. So I yeah. say, you know, it starts with the digital communications, yeah. but at the end of the day, digital is still phone in today's world. We're on a voice over IP yeah. connection right now. So today there's still empathy. There's still my recommendation. If you're a BDR or a salesperson, focus on getting better at your craft on the telephone because the AI is going to, you know, really kind of take away the part of your job that's the that's the emailing and social piece in my perspective. So, so that, that's the interesting part. And that's where, I, you know, as we're talking here about the future of sales and being able to understand how to future-proof your sales team, walk me through, you know, and what you've created with ScaleX then. And you, I love the point you made a moment ago about letting the bot do what the bot does and the human do what the human does. How does ScaleX enable that? How does ScaleX future-proof your sales team by allowing you as a human to do what you're Yeah, most so I'll give you an example of a new industry that we're in the process of building out right now. So okay. insurance brokers, right? They, they have to make 50 to 100 dials a day, especially if they're new while they're building their book of business. So they have to go find the data of the people that are in their local community then they have to send out emails, connect on social, and then make a bunch of phone calls. So traditionally, yeah. that would be a very manual process. Go to the business journal. Uh, they might go to a database like Discover Oregon, Zoom Info in today's world. Um, but they pull down this data, they put it into an email base, and then they manually go through and they send 20, 30 emails a day and they make 10 or 15 phone calls. So that will generally yield between four and eight meetings a month. 
for mm. one of those insurance salesmen. Okay. Enter in my business partner who's taking us into the insurance industry. We are in the process of building out an AI powered virtual assistant that is purpose built for those insurance brokers. So the messaging wow. is already pre-built. So it's really a copy paste. If you're an insurance broker in Texas or New York City, we clone that instance and say, great news. We've already shown that this, this AI, in, in her case, Marissa Brown is the AI's name. She, she okay. can send out 100 emails on your behalf to data that's already pre-sourced and selected that meet your ideal customer profile. She'll send out those emails. And then every, you know, maybe three, three, four percent of the time, the customer says, oh, this sounds really interesting. They'll reply to Marissa. Well, Marissa, the AI, will say, oh, this is a great question. I don't know the answer to your question. Let me get in touch with the actual insurance broker. Or in some cases, Marissa is actually programmed to say, oh, you're asking a pricing question? It ranges from $100 a month to $1,000 a month. So it starts with the email platform building the AI to handle two-way communication between the buyer, the virtual assistant, and the prospect. The second part is social. So then we go in and we work with the customer to build out a LinkedIn navigator search or a series of LinkedIn navigator searches. And then we empower them with a virtual agent to help them do their LinkedIn prospecting. Yeah. So that's all done. Uh, in a quasi-automated way, um, powered by human, okay. human, human agents. And then the third piece, so two-thirds of this program now can be done with AI virtual assistants. And then the most important third, the, the thing that drives, let's say, 10 or 15 meetings in a month, where the AI drives four or five, is what we call agent-assisted dialing. And this is something that probably only one in 10 companies have heard of, if that. And what it is, is you load this list of folks who we've been emailing from Marissa, and we load them into a list in a software application. We dial into a phone bridge, and then that whole list, let's say of a thousand prospects, gets, gets yeah. loaded into this web interface. We click the go button, and three, four, five dials begin and go out, and we have humans navigating switchboards and getting through gatekeepers until finally one of those CEOs or one of those prospects picks up the phone and then the actual insurance broker in this case is talking to that person. Hey, I've tried Got to send it. you a couple of emails, the purpose of my email, and now they're referring back to the very specific personality buyer driven message. Right? Yeah. The purpose yeah. of my call is this, I'd like to share a breakthrough with you that we've discovered around insurance. Traditionally, it might cost you a million dollars and now we've found a way to bring it down to 750, blah, blah, whatever that unique core value message is. Yeah. Sent you a couple emails. Do you have your calendar in front of you? Let's find 15 minutes in the next couple of days. The human with agent assisted power now talks to 10 to 25 people in a day instead of making 10 wow. to 25 dials. Wow. That's a massive increase. Massive. So that's it. That's the combo, right? Move from 50 activities to, to 300. I suspect within the not too distant future, we'll move from 300 to 1,000. Wow. Yeah. So, so let me play devil's advocate for a moment then. Because I, I've heard this argument as I've been studying AI of with where future is going with AI, is there a risk that will reduce the amount and need of jobs available in the sales force 
I'd love to know your perspective on how AI will impact a company's need for a good sales rep. Yeah, it, I toggle, but you know, depending on which speaker I hear, <laughs> I go walk out of there and go, man, that's so right. And the, but the overwhelming, cause I'm a crowdsourcer of information. So I don't have the sure. smartest tool in the shed, but I certainly have a lot of tools in the shed that are sharper and I try to take all of them and use them at my disposal. So um, the, the, the latest that I've heard on it is, yeah, there'll be a percentage of jobs that are, that are gone and, and let's call them skills. So the sure. skill of being able to write an effective email Man, I'm sorry to say it's just going to get it's it's on the wane. So if that's your day job, then yeah, you face a risk. Yeah. Right? Now, the good news is most quota carrying reps are they have that skill as 10% of their day, and then they do qualification and demo and send out contracts and paperwork and they travel on airplanes and they talk at booths and trade shows and so if it's a 10% of your skill, you really don't have a lot to be afraid of. In fact, you could be yeah. saying this is awesome because my inside BDR only gets me one meeting a month or I can't even remember the last time they got me one. Well, now you're gonna have a virtual assistant that, that is at your beck and call that's programmed by very, very smart people. Right? Like Those like quota carrying reps are gonna be freaking amazing. Just like John yeah. Barrow said, uh, AI will make good reps great, great reps unstoppable, and average reps irrelevant. Uh, that's. Perfect. I'm happy to hear that because that resonates with what else I've been hearing and believing. I was listening to a podcast the other day, Salesforce's podcast called Quotable, and they interviewed one of their senior vice presidents, uh, Peter Schwartz. And quick side story, I didn't even know that their senior vice president, Peter Schwartz, also wrote Minority Report, the movie. And so he's been on the front end of how AI and technology and movies, but they don't bring it to sales as well. And so all that to say, he's making the same point of how AI is to empower better salespeople. Yeah. And if you don't have sales chops, AI is going to take your job. But the, the strong salespeople out there, you're going to be all the more effective. And I think that resonates as well with what we're talking here today of ScaleX being able to empower and make you more productive when you know. Do you know what really is funny about that story about Peter Schwartz? About three months ago, I was in Las Vegas for a sales 3.0 conference and I'm yeah. going to get on the elevator and I was in the good tower and I get on the elevator and who walks in? Peter Schwartz. And I said, I recognize you. Are you here for the sales 3.0 conference? He goes, no, I'm actually here for some other event. And he said, I've got a meeting in the lobby in a little while. He goes, you look really familiar too. I was like, holy cow, Peter. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, in fact, I'm pretty sure you just sent me something on social in the last 24 hours. Oh, wow. And I was like, let me check. And sure enough, my AI had connected me ah. to him. <laughs> and he remembered it while I was on the elevator. Wow. Well done, Marissa Brown. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Oh, well, full circle. That's that excellent. Yeah, it's just amazing. It's but that's where things are going. And if you even apply it to how I built my business here, yeah, right? we did not take on any venture capital money. We've invested purely, you know, purely out of our own pockets, and became profitable on the very first month that we went into business. And it's because we're using the AI 
to send emails, yeah. do social connections, and then and then we use humans. Myself personally, I made about two hundred and forty-seven yeah. dials this morning using this, wow. the agent-assisted dialer on one screen. Right, I'm doing my other work on another screen, and then that that's what bothers me about people who say, "Oh no, the cold calling is dead." The way that Chris Beal from Connect and Sell used to put this. Imagine you're sitting in your office right there in the Roosevelt room, smoking your cigar. Yeah. And, and the CEO of a Fortune 1000 company knocked on the door right now. Yeah. We'd probably, we'd probably close out this conversation, right? And you'd say, hey, I need to talk. Yeah, <laughs> well, hold on. Well, that's what the beauty of agent-assisted dialing is. You let the, yeah. let the, you know, the, the low-cost mechanism powered by humans get you mm. a line of people who are willing to talk to you because they just picked up their telephone. That's yeah. where I say the difference between having chops and not having chops, nine out of 10 people, that phone's going to beep in their ear and they're going, you're the CEO of Fortune 100 company. I don't know what to say. You got to be prepped so that hey, the purpose yep. of my call, yep. Kyle, is because I noticed that you launched the Rose. Remember, I go back to that thing I just made up a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be on point when you get that person knocking on your door and, and connected. On I like that. And what I like what you're saying there to kind of bring it full circle is the aspect of bringing it on point doesn't require massive amount of time or bandwidth to, in the human element to have to go do all that research. AI has now equipped us to understand the buyer persona, what their personality is like, know how to communicate with them, to already have that message. You've created for us the fast track to be on point. Yeah. All right. So let me let me close with a futuristic, oh my gosh, this comes from Black Mirror episode story. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so great show, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the choose your own adventure one really freaked me out. <laughs> yeah. That was that I had a challenge with that one. I kept killing the poor yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think everybody kills the poor guy, but <laughs> so Okay, I, you just, you've heard me throughout this conversation speak in a certain way. That's my natural human intellect, right? Now imagine the AI comes in, and I haven't actually taken the AI training course for this particular customer, but I've heard my rep use the pitch. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my voice, change my pitch, and you're going to feel how freaky this is because <laughs> this is what's going to happen when, when it's a custom fit glove of a human powered by AI. Okay. okay. <clears throat> so, rise, rise to the equation. Here we go. So, uh, hello, Kyle. This is Jordan Dufort calling from Store One. You're connected to my boss, Gal Mayor. He was the founder of Storewise. Um, do, you, do you have a quick second so I can tell you why I'm calling? Sure. Okay, great. So, you, you may be familiar that Gal was actually the founder of Storewise. And Storewise uh, ended up being purchased by IBM and is now uh, really their cornerstone of all of their software and services at, at, at IBM. And um, you know, since that acquisition, Gal has now discovered a new breakthrough. And that is he's invented a way for software to cost 80% lower than it costs today huh. and provide 300% more security 
than it has in the past. So, you know, I, I may be crazy, he may be crazy, but, you know, would you mind at least taking 15 minutes with Gal uh, to, to learn more about how this might help you in your business? I mean, if those numbers are real, I can <laughs> right. So, so an IT buyer with a certain personality type that's a laggard is a totally different communication than an IT buyer who is, you know, breaking the rules and saying, hey, we've got the latest, coolest, newest thing. No, you have to anchor that conversation yeah. in the fact that, hey, this is tried and true. He did this and, and store-wise got bought by IBM and now it's huge. Now store one is the newest software storage application. And I didn't even do the full thing. I'm going from memory <laughs> without the neural training. But uh, yeah. that's the black mirror future. You'll get wow. calls that are highly, highly fashioned to who you are as a human being. And then I think it was your dad. You said talk for almost five minutes with someone like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then that's to me, that's Rev 2.0 is that the bot. Yeah, do it right now. The human wow. reads the text and it shows where to spike the conversation, where to go down, when to talk slower, yeah. because certain people kind of need to process every word as it is relayed, you know, so you have to change your tone yeah. of voice and everything else. I love that. So, Chad, then it's kind of a, a, the call to action for our, our audience to say, all right, I'm interested in knowing how do I empower my sales team with AI, what ScaleX can do for me, for, for my team. How can they follow up with you? How can they learn more of what you guys can equip their sales yeah, team? Yeah, um, that's a great question. You know, the, the core... The core service that we offer is a is an annual package that does seven times more activities than a normal person could do. So for about the same price you would spend on an, on an internal VDR, we're going to give you the tool that gives you real-time data as it's needed, um, 100 emails a day, 100 social connections a day, 100 dials by a 10-year-plus sales veteran. That's the core package. Um, a lot of yeah. companies come to me and say, you know, I, I want to dip my toe in the water on this AI thing. What do you recommend? And, you know, that you can either start with social uh, alone, standalone, right? And it's very inexpensive, a few hundred dollars a month. And, and you're running a, you know, 2000 activity drip on social, very easy. Um, and then you could start with email. But again, dial digital without dials equals death to the pipeline. So I would yep, encourage yep. that, but uh, yeah, but you can, you know, email me directly. I mean, chad at scalex.ai, S-C-A-L-E-X.ai. I do personal, I personally have 10 to 12 sales calls every single day. Um, I don't believe mm -hmm. in outsourcing to a sales team until, until my capacity is completely overflowing. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I'll make sure to put that email and link in our show notes so listeners can be able to click into that. Chad, I guess one last question. Is there anything else you'd say for our listeners of the preparing for the future of, uh, of AI, of sales, that you'd, you'd say, here's where we're going, here's what I'd caution for? Any last words yeah, for our audience? There's, there's two books I recommend. One's not out yet, yeah. but one is. Okay. So Victor Antonio wrote a book called Sales Ex Machina. And it's great. It gives you a lot of chapter after chapter of stories of how people are using AI in sales. And so it's fabulous. Um, I'm coming out with the second iteration. Uh, it's called AI for Sales. 
It's a it's my third sales hack book in the series. It'll be out by June, and it's featuring companies like Discover Org that just became a unicorn, right? Billion dollar market cap. Wow. Um, Chorus, which does conversation intelligence and call recording, uh, that type of thing. And there's 20 chapters that are focused on how companies are using AI for sales in all different areas. Quote, to, in fact, I've got my vendor neutral card here. Lead and list building, pricing config, scheduling, um, all the way to sales compensation like companies like Exactly Corporation. Awesome, awesome. Let us know when that book is released. We'll put the Amazon link uh, uh, into the show notes and be able to let our listeners know how to follow up on that. Outstanding. Chad, it's been a real honor to be able to connect with you today, talking about the future of sales, preparing our sales teams for the power of AI. Thank you for your time. Today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Hey, I want to thank you very much for joining us for this episode of Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. I know you have a lot of options on what podcasts you can listen to. So thank you sincerely for taking the time to join us for this one. If you have enjoyed this conversation, we'd love to keep it going in our Facebook group, Marketing from the Roosevelt Room with Kyle Willis. In that, we have live video, Q&A, and create more of a dialogue. We'd love to keep the conversation going. So please join us on Facebook. Otherwise, look forward to catching you on our next episode. Have a great day.